This is Troy Black. Welcome to My Prophetic Journal, in which I share the stories and details of my personal day-to-day interaction with the Holy Spirit. In the pages of this journal, you'll discover dreams, visions, prophetic utterances, miracles, and more, all connected to the voice of a real, living Savior. Let's dive in. Hey, y'all. This is Troy Black. Uh, So welcome to another journal entry of My Prophetic Journal. Today I'm going to be talking about the prophetic and the influence of the demonic. And this might seem like a dark (laughs) theme to some people. It might be something that, uh, you know, you don't like to listen to or who knows what. But, uh, But the reason I'm sharing this is because I believe the Lord put it on my heart this week to share. Um, But also, what I want to do is I want to put the focus, as always, on Jesus Christ. And I think sometimes what happens when we talk about, you know, uh, spiritual warfare or like demonic realms or whatever it might be, sometimes when we talk about this stuff, we end up giving too much glory and too much credit to the devil. Um, And I believe that's not what God wants us to do. So I... (laughs) I'm going to not try to focus too much on that stuff this episode, but instead I'm going to focus on the answer to the problem, which is Jesus himself. So um, I do want to share some visions, actually several visions that I've gotten uh, uh, concerning this um, in this last year. Uh, The first one was on September 13th, 2020. I started to see snakes and worms and bugs, and they were in mason jars, like these glass, large glass jars that I could see through, like they had been collected. Um, but the lids, usually the, these types of jars have screw-on lids, and the lids were gone, and instead there was just aluminum foil like wrapped around the top of these jars. And I could tell that these snakes, these bugs, these creatures could easily get out. And then I heard the Holy Spirit say, pray for your nation. Pray for your nation. And, and in this vision, he was specifically, I believe, just giving me something to, that he wanted me to pray about, you know, but uh, what I've noticed is the Lord will use... Um, this kind of imagery, like, you know, snakes and kind of creepy crawly type of stuff sometimes um, to point out to me when something is demonic in nature or when something is being influenced by the demonic. And it it helps me to know, and I believe it helps us to know when something is not from the Lord. And that is something that I believe is a gift from the Lord, you know, discerning the ability to discern spirits and look at, is this word that's being spoken right now from the Lord or is it not? You know, is it from... Is it from God's heart, or is this something that the devil has taken and warped and, you know, used to deceive people, you know, and, and, or it could even be a person, you know, like the Lord wants to reveal to us, if somebody is coming as a, a wolf in sheep's clothing, you know, God wants to reveal that to his people. He doesn't want us to be ignorant of that. He doesn't want us to be blind to um, the, the, the schemes of the devil. Paul even says this, he says, we are not ignorant of his schemes, and the reason we're not ignorant is because the Holy Spirit is is shedding light on the works of the devil. But something we need to keep in mind is that even in the midst of, of God being at work, the devil is going to try to show up and he's going to try to, um, depending on the situation, perhaps mimic God, you know, and lead some people astray. Um, he's going to try to take, I think a lot of times he just attempts to take the focus off of God, you know, by making a scene or something like that, especially when you're in a worship service, you know, and the, and the devil doesn't like what's going on. You know, I think a lot of times he literally just tries to distract people from what God is doing. Um, and I, and I got this, this vision that kind of relates, um, this was November 16th. Um, so this wasn't very long ago. 
Um, but I, I started to see this very, this is a very vivid uh, vision the Lord gave me. And this is while I was praying, I was worshiping the Lord, you know, in my uh, quiet place with the Lord. And I started to see this room that was full of chairs. It was a small room full of chairs and they were facing away from a window on the back side of the room. And suddenly this bright light shone through the window. And in this vision that I'm seeing, it appears very bright to me, you know, like as if it's real light. And uh, the window opens and I see this angel come floating through. And so like, you know, sometimes depending on what you're seeing, there can be different interpretations for different things. But a lot of the times I will know that something's from God simply by the peace that rests on me in that moment, you know, and I'll have the peace of the, the Holy Spirit on me and I'll know like, okay, God is trying to say something to me or the Lord uses all sorts of other confirmations, but that is one of the main things. And so as I was seeing this, I felt this very heavy sense of his peace. And um, so I see this window open, this angel comes floating through um, the very bright light and suddenly all these chairs in the room turn around on their own to face the window. You know, like, okay, here's here's where the attention is. And then I see, so I saw several things, y'all. I see this white dove that flies out of the light, and I also see this white lamb standing in the beam of light on the floor. You know, so what I believe God was trying to say is like, this is the, this is the work of God. You know, this is Father, Son, Holy Spirit. The, fa- the Father, I believe, was represented by the light. Holy Spirit is represented by the dove. Jesus represented by the lamb. You know, this is what God is doing, and his people are seeing it, you know, seeing what he's doing. And then I saw standing in the room was the devil, but he was dressed like a jester. So, you know, dressed like this clown, basically, and standing there like in the middle of this aisle, a little ways away from the light. And so this is what I heard the Holy Spirit say. This was his interpretation. He said, signs and wonders are going to increase. And he said, the devil is going to try to compete, but he won't be able to. So if he's going to try to compete and he won't be able to, then the only thing he'll be able to do is to try to distract from what God is doing. I I want to share this other vision, and I want to give you the answer to guarding yourself against the distractions of the enemy. Not just the distractions, but also the, um, the actual plans of the enemy. You know, I mean, there's many things the devil will try to use, and sometimes he will just straight out you know, try to use just oppression on somebody, even God's people, you know, he will try to like maybe put evil thoughts in your head, whatever it might be. But here's the the truth is that the devil only has the room that we give him in in our mind, in our heart, in our life. He only has room that we give him. We only give him room when that room is not taken up by the Holy Spirit. So this is the answer that I'm giving is that when we are filled with the Holy Spirit, with the authority of Jesus Christ, Satan is not going to have any room to trick us, you know, to deceive us, and he's not going to have any room to influence us either. So this was on October 4th, and I saw this shallow, clear pool in a forest, and this this pool was like a natural pool with these small rocks at the bottom. It was was very clear, and it looked very peaceful, and the whole forest looked very peaceful, safe, and open, you know, not a lot of underbrush. It looked very clear and open. And I could see light coming through the tops of the trees. The forest was very well lit. And then I heard the Holy Spirit say this. He said, this is what your quiet place with me is like. It's cool, refreshing, relaxing, calm, and safe. He said, it's safe. And I love that word, you know, because we can find safety in in the arms of our Savior. We can find safety in the presence of our good Father. 
And then he, he finished by saying this. He said, come to soak in the pool every day. Come to soak in the pool every day. And when we are coming to him every day, we are soaking in that pool of his presence. You know, we are abiding in Christ as scripture puts it. This is how Jesus describes it. He says, abide in my love, abide in me, and I in you. Okay, so this is what's going to happen when we are doing that. When we're living in that place, we are going to fully realize the authority we've been given by Jesus Christ. This is what Jesus says in Luke 10, uh, starting in 18. He says, I was watching Satan fall from heaven like lightning. Behold, I have given you authority to tread on serpents and scorpions. That is uh, representing demonic forces. And he says, and over all the power of the enemy. So he's given uh, us authority to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing will injure you. That is, he's describing a place of safety. You know, the authority he's given us is like this safety net around us. And then he says, nevertheless, do not rejoice in this, that the spirits are subject to you, but rejoice that your names are recorded in heaven. So again, Jesus is also um, putting the focus back on himself. You know, he's saying, but don't make this the main issue. He says, yeah, you know, you have authority to cast out demons. You have authority to tell the devil to leave you alone. You know, you have authority to set people free from demonic oppression or, or, or demonic possession. But... Even though you have that authority, he's saying, but keep your focus on what I have done for you, on how I have saved you, on the gospel, you know, because that's where our purpose is supposed to be. So, so this is a twofold word. He's saying we have authority over the influence of the devil, but we also have the word of life that is supposed to keep us from getting distracted by the devil as well. Many of us have heard the tips that are meant to help us stop worrying. But some of us are still living a life plagued with worry. The truth is, God did not create you to be a worrier. You don't have to live in a constant state of anxiety. You can walk down a different path. I just released a new book titled Stop Worrying, Live in the Peace and Favor of God. In it, I share principles from God's Word that help us to win the battle against worry But I also share my personal journey of hearing from the Holy Spirit as He has helped me to practically walk out the truths I've been learning. So what are you waiting for? Come with me as we journey down a better path. Stop worrying and start living in the peace and favor of God every day. You can find links to the paperback and ebook version on TroyBlackVideos.com. This is another uh, another vision that's very similar to that last one. And then I'm going to share a really cool scripture for those of y'all who are listening and who have um, a, a fear of, you know, I think there's this huge fear out there in the church. And if you're listening to this podcast, you might not be afraid of this, but I believe in general, there is a fear about seeking the things of the Lord, especially about seeking the Holy Spirit, seeking um, the gifts of the Spirit. There's this fear involved and there's this question that says, you know, or this warning almost in our minds that says, don't, don't go too far, you know, don't seek the Lord too much or else you might open the door to the devil or you might, you know, don't listen to the Lord too much or else you might start hearing the demonic or something like that, you know, and, and there's this verse that clearly speaks against that idea. And I'm going to share that with you and it removes all fear from that idea as well. So here is August, this was August 10th and this is the, the vision I got. I was seeing this lantern that was hanging above a stump, and it was a large, flat stump 
that had been, you know, was smooth on the top and it looked like a table. It was being used as this low table, you know, and out again, out in the woods. And it was uh, around it were smaller stumps that were being used as chairs. And there were cups and bowls on this table. And there was this mist that was surrounding the area. There was no mist where the table was. Instead, there was this light, a, a very warm, um, peaceful light coming from this lantern that was hanging above this, this table in this one area. Around the area, there was mist, you know, so you couldn't see too far out into the forest. And I could tell, I could see like a backlight behind the mist and I could see commotion happening out in the forest. So there's like maybe a battle going on or maybe people, I don't know, do it. Something was happening. There's commotion outside of this, this small enclosed safe area. It was almost like this area was being protected, like nothing could come into it. And then I heard the Holy Spirit say, I'm going to give you a place of rest and protection in the midst of disaster. I'm going to give you a place of rest and protection in the midst of disaster. And I want to, uh, I want to try to interpret this word for you because I believe what he's talking about is his presence because I, I don't think he's talking about necessarily a physical location, you know, cause I mean, even this vision I got, you know, the picture is you're in the middle of this chaos that's happening all around you. So it doesn't necessarily matter where you are physically when you are in God's presence and when you are learning to live in God's presence, you are in a place of rest and protection from the disaster that's around you because you're in a place where you're, you're coming to this table and you're eating daily of the bread of life and you're drinking daily of the water of life. And you're sitting down with your Savior and you're saying, Jesus, let's spend some time together. You know, I just I just want to hear your voice, Lord. I just want to feel your presence. I just want to be with you. I just want to lay my heart out before you and let you change me. And I believe that's another, uh, you know, scheme of the devil that he tries to use is a lot of times he will take a small area of our heart that we've not surrendered over to God. Let's say, for instance, like the desire for money. If, if we are greedy and yet we are, we're kind of masking that greed and saying, okay, I'm working for the Lord, but I'm also trying to get this monetary gain or whatever it might be. Like if we're masking something that's not of the Lord and we're, and we're trying to seek the Lord in order to get that thing that's not from him, you know, I'm not saying that God doesn't bless his people. He does, but he does, he is not a fan of greed, <laughs> you know, and greed is not from him. So if we are going after money, Jesus said, you cannot serve two masters. You will love the one and you will hate the other. He said, you cannot serve both God and money. So he was making a clear distinction there. You know, it's okay to be blessed by God financially, but it is not okay for your heart to be seeking after money. Okay. It's okay for your heart to be seeking after God and for God to bless you. But that is very different. And God does not say that he's going to make every Christian rich. You know, he never says that in the Bible. He does say that through the blessing of Abraham, we would all be blessed. God does not necessarily promise that this side of heaven, we're all going to see a huge financial blessing or something like that. I've seen many financial blessings in my own life, and I've always seen the provision of the Lord. And I believe God always provides for the needs of his children. But the main blessing that I believe he's talking about is the blessing of the gospel there in that verse. Okay, so... Um, that was kind of a tangent, but all that to say, when we allow something else in our heart, the devil is able to come in sometimes and and kind of twist that a little bit to where we start, where we think we're seeking the Lord, but we're really seeking after this other thing. 
And yes, I believe in those moments, you know, that we've opened a door to the enemy. So my simple encouragement to you based on that is to come before the Lord, do what David did, you know, say, Lord, examine my heart, see if there's any wicked way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. You know, Lord, just let me know if there's something in me that's not after you, not not for you, not, not you know, not from you, then reveal that to me, Lord. And I don't want that. You know, I don't, I don't want to give the devil any room. I don't want to open any doors. I want my heart to be purely and fully chasing after my Savior. And so here is the verse um, that, that directly applies. This is what Jesus promises us. If you've never seen this, this blew my mind the first time I saw it. If you've ever had that fear of, well, if I seek God too much or I try to listen to his voice too much, you know, or something like that. I've seen so many people online talking about how don't open the, the door to the quote unquote spiritual too much or else the devil will will be able to come into your life or something like that. And that is, it's true. If you're going and seeking spirituality in, in general, yes, you're opening the door to the devil. But you if you are seeking God himself, if you are seeking, you know, the creator of the universe and Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit, if you're seeking the God of the Bible, you are not going to be opening the door to the devil, no matter how much you seek him. And here is the promise in scripture from Jesus. He says, now suppose one of you fathers is asked by his son for a fish. He will not give him a snake instead of a fish, will he? Or if he asked for an egg, he will not give him a scorpion, will he? If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? Jesus is saying, when you come before your father and you say, God, fill me with your Holy Spirit. When you say, Father, get, I need the gifts of the Spirit. Say, Father, I need you to be uh, speaking to me personally through your Spirit. You know, when you say, God, I need you to be active through my life. I need you to use me for your kingdom. You know, I want to be close to you. I want to know you personally. I want to I want to be coming into your presence every single day. I want to be interacting with you personally. When you are seeking God with your whole heart, God is promising, Jesus is promising right here. He's, he's saying, God is a good father and he will not allow a snake or a scorpion to come into your life because of that. And the, the snake and the scorpion here are representing, uh, again, demonic forces. And he's saying, God will protect his children, especially those who are seeking after him. He promises in Jeremiah 29, 13, when you uh, when you seek me, you will find me. When you search for me with all your heart. He says, when, you, when you're searching after God with all your heart, you're not going to find something other than him. You're going to find him. And he is going to be there waiting for you, waiting to reveal himself to you. So I want to end with this one last vision. Uh, and this was from July 26th of 2020. Um, I, was, I was laying on my floor, <laughs> worshiping the Lord, you know, and... Uh, I had this very strong sense of Jesus in the room. And I, I I had this extremely specific sense that he was sitting on our couch. Like I'm I'm laying in the living room floor and I could just feel him so strong, his presence. And I had this image in my spirit that he was giving me of himself on our couch. And so as I was just wor- continuing to worship him and enjoy his presence, the Holy Spirit um, began to tell me that he wanted to show me something. So I started to see these images, these visions in my mind. Of, I started to see the Ark of the Covenant, and I saw from the Old Testament, and I saw Jesus's blood falling on top of it. 
And then I saw this image of these demonic forces and they were marching, you know, as if they were going to war. And then the Holy Spirit told me, you know, it was like God was trying to show me something. And then he was also showing me what the devil was trying to do to stop it. And then the Holy Spirit said, um, just tell them to leave in Jesus name. So I did. I said, leave in Jesus name. And, and in this vision, I saw this pure, bright white light burst onto the scene and it chased them away. It basically like ripped through the middle of them and chased them out. Um, and in the light, I was seeing these images of, of angelic figures, you know, in this light that, and, you know, the Lord was basically trying to, to, to show me, re- to reveal to me the simplicity of the authority we've been given, the, the simplicity of what he wants to do in our lives. But even more than that, he was wanting to reveal the importance of the gospel, you know, the blood falling on the Ark of the Covenant was is simply a representation of what Jesus did for us. You know, when it says the Bible talks about how when Jesus went to heaven after he, you know, after he died and and rose on the third day, when he went into the courts of heaven, he presented his own blood as the sacrifice for all of the sin of mankind for all time. Right. So he 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 presented his own blood before the Father and said. The price has been paid. The debt has been paid. Here you go. <laughs> so anytime that we need his help, whether it's demonic forces that are coming against us, whether it's the lies of the enemy, you know, whether it is a generational curse, I don't care what it is. Anytime we need his help, the thing that we need, God has already given us access to. And what we need is the presence of his son. We need Jesus in our life and God has already given us access to him through his blood. (laughs) He's already given us access to freedom through the blood of Jesus. He's already given us access to abundant life through the blood of Jesus. And he's given us access to his presence through the blood of Jesus. Paul says, come boldly before the throne room of grace. When we need his help, we can come boldly into his presence and say, Jesus, I'm, you know, I'm not strong enough to fight against this thing that's coming against me, but I know that you are. Nothing ever beats you, Lord. There's no strategy of the devil that can ever win against you, and I need you in my life. I want to leave you all with this picture. Think about the stories in the New Testament where there were demonic forces, you know, either possessing people or oppressing people or, um, you know, causing people to do crazy things, whatever it might be. There, There were people that the devil was able to control or influence, and these stories are all throughout the Gospels every single time that things turned around, the first thing that happened was Jesus came on the scene. When Jesus showed up, people were set free. And that's my encouragement to you. Anytime you come up against anything like this, just walk boldly into his presence and say, Jesus, I need you to set me free. Run to him. Run to (laughs) the master who was willing to give his own life for us for his servants, and then he was willing to call us his friends. He was willing to call us his own children. He is a good master, y'all. He is worth serving. He is a good father. He is worth believing. So I just want to end this with a prayer real fast. Lord Jesus, I just thank you for your presence. Thank you for your Holy Spirit. And I just speak freedom over every person who's listening right now in the name of Jesus. I speak against any demonic forces or influences or lies that are operating in their lives or in their bodies or in their minds in the name of Jesus, and I command them to leave in Jesus' name, not because 
of any authority that I have on my own, but rather because of the authority of Jesus Christ, because of the blood of the Lamb that was spilled on our behalf. We get to be set free right now in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. This is Troy Black, and you've been listening to My Prophetic Journal. If you'd like to support this ministry, find out how on TroyBlackVideos.com. You'll also find links to my YouTube videos, books, blog posts, and more. That's TroyBlackVideos.com. I hope you'll join me again for another entry of My Prophetic Journal.